Welcome back to the Notorious Neon Podcast. I'm Jess, your host through this wild, weird, sparkly adventure. I hope everyone out there is doing splendidly. Um, I'm just sweating every part of my body off in this desert oasis that I so lovingly call Satan's asshole, but that's okay because I chose to live here. This is the life that I chose. I mean, still don't really know why, but here I am and I love it, so yay. <laughs> um, today I have a very exciting thing to say. If you follow the Facebook page, The Notorious Neon, or you are a personal Facebook friend of mine, you will know that my baby brother, who's not such a baby anymore, he's now 17, he figured out how to get the podcast on iTunes. So yes, you can subscribe on iTunes, rate, review, tell me how charming and hilarious I am, or not. You can tell me I have problems and I'll just ignore you and that's fine too. But if you have constructive criticism, I will listen to that. Maybe maybe you really do have good things that I should fix. Or maybe not. I mean, whatever. I mean, live your own life. I'm currently listening to um, the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck on Audible, and this girl is, like, reading her own book. Like, they didn't get a different person to read it, and it's just very um, empowering, I would say, to hear someone tell you that you don't really have to give a fuck about what you don't want to. Um, so do I agree with everything she's saying? No. No, I don't. But, I mean, it's it's something to consider. Um, but yeah, iTunes, exciting. Um, today I'm going to be telling the story of my chaotic, horrific, wild, stupid, whatever, first day of EDC this year. Um, I have been telling, I've told this story millions and millions and millions of times. Okay, that's an exaggeration, but I've told it enough times that I feel like I need to tell it, record it, put it out there, and then the next person that asks me how EDC was, I'm just going to say, listen to my podcast, because I'm sick of telling the story. I, I just am. It's, you can only tell it so many times before it tastes like dry toast to you. I say that because I just ate dry toast, and it wasn't, wasn't great. But before we get into the EDC story, um, I'm just gonna quickly give, like, what's been going on lately. Some observations that I've made. Um, A-Rod, J-Lo, and Kendra Wilkinson all go to my gym now, so that's interesting. Uh, have I personally run into any of them? No, not yet. Uh, would I want to run into A-Rod? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's actually really funny because I'm wearing a Red Sox shirt right now, so I feel a little bit more, like, fired up. Um, J-Lo would be fine. She is my nemesis. She has the same name as I do. My initials are J-L-O. Her initials are not J-L-O. Her first initial and the first two letters of her last name are the LO, but no. I am Jessica Lynn Oneida, actually J-Lo, um, and Kendra Wilkinson, I mean, if you watch The Girls Next Door like I did, as 
like a 12 year old which why was i watching the girls next door as a 12 year old that's not very smart mom you didn't really monitor my tv time it's okay i mean i turned out fine kind of but i guess there's more there's gonna be more people at my gym now so that'll be fun have more people to fight with over parking spots and kettlebells but you know such is life i live in vegas like i said it's it comes with the territory and then let's see oh we saw okay i think his name is khalid k-h-a-l-i-d do we say khalid or khalid i think it's khalid we saw him on Saturday night, and he was so good. He sounds exactly like he does on his, well, I was going to say albums, but I guess we don't really, like, do, like, actual CDs anymore. But he sounds the same live as he does in a studio, so that was really fun. Um, other than that, it's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of me packing up this apartment because like I said I am moving down the street don't worry I'm not leaving Vegas um, I'm very excited to be moving down the street because I will um, not have to hear the neighbors upstairs and their sexual adventures or their domestic drama anymore see I don't know if it's if they're having fun or I need to call the cops like that's just been really chaotic for the last God, almost two years. Um, the neighbor next door, uh, well, whenever he pulls out the guitar, then they have really loud sex, and I'm only, I only have two, I have a wall and a ceiling that I share, so other than that, the neighbors are fine. They're a little weird. Um little kooky, but hey, it's fine. I, I hopefully will not have to hear my neighbors at my new place, but I will, I might miss the, the, the guitar and the, the Bloody Mary, not Bloody Mary, that's a drink. What, scream, you scream bloody murder? I don't know. The blood curdling screams from upstairs? Who knows? Maybe I'll miss them. Maybe I won't. Couldn't tell you. I guess we'll uh, stay tuned. Actually, I'm very excited because I, I'm very excited to see who the new neighbors will be. I am very excited to see. I think there's gonna be more animals at my new place. I think there will be some dogs. Um. I think there might be some local. I don't want to say celebrities, because I don't think they're celebrities, but people about town. Okay, I've always wondered, is, is someone about town someone that gets around? Because if that is, that's not what I meant. Someone that people know. I don't know. Now we're just going all chaotic. Uh, <laughs> so, moving adventures will commence. You know I'm going to be saging that place. I'm going to be saging it. I'm going to bring my holy water. And I'm going to have to get a couple more rosaries to put in each room because I am, I don't want to say weird, but I guess that's really the only thing you could call me. Maybe superstitious, maybe I just really like the symbolism. I don't know. This is who I am. 
If you don't like it, you can turn this off. No one's making you listen to this. But you should listen because it's only going to get better from here. Um, so yes. I think that's all my life updates. Like, I don't want to say life has been boring. Because it hasn't really been boring. It's just been a little bit more calm since June. Like, June was crazy for me. And now July has kind of, like, settled. It's kind of settled the seas a little bit. Um, and I think August is just gonna be... Um, a shit show. I... I was looking at my calendar... And starting this weekend, the last weekend in July, I have something going on every single weekend until, like, the second weekend in September. Plus, I have to go to my lovely office job and, you know, do these little podcasts, do the blog thing, um, maybe try to be social. I really like being social, so when I can't be social, it really, like, upsets me because there's nothing I love more than, like, going out downtown Vegas on a Saturday night or a Friday night and just seeing, seeing who's out and about, seeing what the landscape's like. Like, who decided to come out on that night? It's, I just think it's, Vegas is one big social experiment and I just want to observe and do field research all the time. All the time. Uh, so yeah, strap in. It's, gonna be a bumpy ride. That sounds weird. I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the EDC story. I'm gonna take a drink of water because this is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. <coughs> and now I'm coughing. <coughs> this is really cute. I bet you tuned in to hear me cough. I, I'm sure that's what you were expecting on your Friday morning, Friday afternoon, I don't know, two years from now, I don't know, who knows where we're gonna be two years from now, like, in two years, I will have lived in Vegas for almost four years, and I will be 27, and I don't want to keep going down this road, because this is not the point, okay, EDC story, here we go. So, I was very excited to go to EDC this year, but I was very tired from Bonnaroo. I went to Bonnaroo the weekend before EDC, um, and like I said, Bonnaroo was perfect. Everything, like, it, we had the best time. It was the best Bonnaroo that Ashley and I have ever experienced, and just, it was perfect. And so, naturally, I was a little bit worried for EDC because when you come off of a festival that is that good, I, I mean, um, the majority of things are going to pale in comparison to it. But I had high hopes for EDC because there were only a few DJs that I hadn't seen before that I needed to see. And, oh, I hope that you can't hear the AC, because it just came on, but, like I said, I live in Satan's asshole, and it needs, it, it needs to be on in this place. Anyway, back to the EDC story. Um, yeah, so there were only a couple DJs that I'd never seen before that I absolutely could not miss, and, uh, other than that, I was ready to just kind of, like, explore and go with the flow and see, see what everything was about. 
So, day one, we were getting all ready, and we were staying, like, in, like, a hotel kind of, like, behind the strip, just, like, just, like, a block away from the strip, just so we had easy access to the shuttle stop. And we were all excited, and we left the hotel probably, I don't remember exact times, like, if any of the girls I was with remember exact time. Like, I don't think it matters that much, but, like, I mean, you could remind me. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, we were all excited. We were all having so much fun getting ready and, like, dancing and, like, you know, me, I had my Patron and Red Bull and I was just, I, I mean, the night before, I guess I'll just mention this. The night before, we went to see Diplo at Encore Beach Club at night and it was so much fun. I've lived in Vegas for almost two years. I'd never seen Diplo before, and I feel like Diplo is, like, someone you, if you haven't seen Diplo, that what are you doing? It was so much fun. I convinced this, see, this is how terrible I am. I convinced a tourist to get into the water in his, like, full-on, like, dress clothes. And, I mean, he didn't have to do it. I just said, oh, like, I think that'd be funny. And he goes, okay. Walks into the pool. Um, maybe I'm going to hell. Maybe my karma's coming for me. I understand that. I acknowledge that. I accept it. So we'd had such a good night before, and we were like, yeah, this is going to be, like, the best way to start EDC weekend. So we get all ready. We leave our hotel. Um, take the hotel shuttle to the EDC shuttle stop. And so the way EDC set it up this year, they got rid of third-party shuttles. So what that means is last year you could buy a shuttle pass that would take you from a shuttle stop um, in Las Vegas to the Speedway, which is probably, without traffic, is probably a 20-minute drive from the Strip. And so this year they got rid of all of the third-party shuttles so that the only shuttle that you could take to EDC was, like, an official, like, Insomniac shuttle. And for those who don't know, Insomniac is the company that owns and puts on EDC. So it was, it was all, like, EDC's thing. So our shuttle stop was at um, this hotel called The Link. And so we get there probably around, like, 5.45 and the shuttles were supposed to start running at 6 p.m. So we get to the shuttle stop, we're in line, and the benefit of taking the shuttle as opposed to driving was you had a safe ride, and the shuttle stop at the strip was also a security checkpoint. So the idea was we would get security checked at our shuttle and then that meant we wouldn't have to get security checked again when we got to the venue and the venue is the las vegas motor speedway where they do all like the races um so that was supposed to be the benefit of the shuttle one of the benefits of being on the shuttle it was supposed to save time at the speedway getting into the into edc and it was supposed to be a safe ride so we do our shuttle checks and we get in line under this, um, I don't know, like a, like a freestanding, like a tent thing that didn't have walls, but it just had a roof, if that makes sense. And we get in 
in the line where they have all those metal barriers that you go, like, you zigzag back and forth. Um, and I should mention that this was forecasted to be the hottest weekend in Vegas this entire year. So that was our first, like, really, really, really hot weekend. So that was great. Um, so we're standing under this tent thing, and we didn't have any water because we couldn't bring our water in because you couldn't bring your own water in because it was a security check. So we had to get rid of our water. So we're standing in line. We don't have water because of the security check. And within about, I would say, 10 to 15 minutes, three girls in our immediate vicinity passed out because they were, like, obviously dehydrated, possibly inebriated, but that, that doesn't matter because, I mean, it's hot. You took away our water. What are we supposed to do? And at that point, they were like, oh, shit, maybe we should hand out some water. So they give us some, like, like, those really, 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 like, tiny Dasani bottles, like, they're, they're, like, you can, I can, I can fit it in the palm of my hand, and I'm tiny. So it was probably only, like, six ounces, and they were all hot. And if you know me, you know I hate Dasani, because Dasani puts extra salt in their water, which, that will, that doesn't help you. You don't need salt in bottled water. So I have a, a really big problem with Dasani. But, I mean... If I'm, if I'm going to pass out or drink Dasani, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll take the warm Dasani. So we get in line at about 5.45. And so we finally get to the front of the line and onto our shuttle at, I would say, 6.30. So we get on the shuttle, and we're all excited because we're on our way to EDC. And they are, the shuttle driver, uh is taking away that we didn't take last year. And at first, I thought that was a little weird. Um, but, you know, it was fine. I was just continuing to, like, hang out and whatever. And then I, you know, last year, we left late on the first night. So we left from Vegas on, we left late from Vegas on the first night. So it took us, I don't remember, probably like a couple, three hours to get to the Speedway. And so I knew we left a little late this year. And so I said, okay, maybe it'll take like a couple hours. So we're driving. Um, probably, it's probably about like 8 p.m. at this point. So we've been on the shuttle about an hour and a half. And I don't really recognize where we are. But we're following you know, some cars, so we think that we're going the right way, and, I mean, this is the shuttle driver, she was hired, so obviously she should know where she's going, um, so we continue down this road, and I, I'm like, oh, like, we should be getting to where we need to be at any point, point." and another perk of being on the shuttle is that they can go through the Air Force Base, that is right next to the speedway so they can cut out time and traffic and I mean at that point an hour and a half into this drive even if there was traffic we should have been through the Air Force base by that point and so we all thought that we were just taking a different way through the base oh no oh no this lady takes this giant 
charter bus and does like a 17,000 point turn on this like dirt road in North Las Vegas somewhere. And at that point, like the sun was going down, it was like getting closer to the set start time of a DJ we wanted to see. And we started getting worried because, I mean, we were going to miss San Holo, and that was not a thing we wanted to do. So this lady turns around and goes back the other way. At this point, she has got us stuck in traffic. And to get from where we were, where she turned around on that dirt road, back to the main road, took us about another hour. So now we are at about 9.30 and people started getting pissed because we've been on this bus for three hours, no one's had water, um, we're missing, you know, what we paid for and we're not seeing any signs of life, like no signs of the speedway at all. So she gets back out on this main road and meanwhile, everyone is, everyone is getting pissed off. Like, everyone on this bus has been to EDC before, has seen the route that they're supposed to take from Vegas to the Speedway, and we're just getting beyond the point of, like, understandably concerned, and now everyone's just pissed off. So, we, again, turn around at a gas station, and... She's calling her supervisor, telling her supervisor that she doesn't know which way she's supposed to go. Yes, that's right, my friends. This lady was hired to drive a shuttle from the Las Vegas Strip to Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and she's never been there before. Do, do you see why this is turning into a shit show? Do you understand? Yeah. So, we're parked in a gas station parking lot. She's on the phone with her supervisor. People are yelling at her. I'm just laughing because in moments of sheer anxiety, I have to laugh or else I'll have a panic attack. So, I'm just laughing and we're trying to make jokes, but it's just going to shit. So, she gets off the phone with her supervisor and she goes back out onto this main road, and gets onto a different road. And lo and behold, we are finally, finally on the road that we are supposed to be on. And now it's like 10 p.m. And this road that we're supposed to be on, I guess, is the main road to get to the speedway. And funnily enough, like Las Vegas police department has blocked off a lane for the shuttles. Does she get into the shuttle lane? No. No, she doesn't. So, we're sitting in traffic with all the other people, all the civilians who didn't pay for a shuttle pass. We're sitting in traffic with them, just stuck. Just stuck. We're inching along, and everyone is yelling at her at this point, telling her to get into the shuttle lane. But she says she can't do that. <sighs> so then someone in the front of the shuttle bus says, 
something about fire or a firework or a light and everyone just looks and there's you can see in the distance you can see edc and everyone is just like all right now we're pissed now we want to get off this bus let's fucking go so it's approaching we're getting closer to it and all of a sudden she turns left into what appears to be a parking lot and we say okay good finally we are almost there we have made it we are all on this shit show together and we are almost there and then I see a sign and do you know what that sign says it says general parking general fucking parking not shuttle not VIP entrance general parking this isn't even the parking that people paid for like the nice parking this is like you're out in the boonies you're walking a mile in and she gets off the bus she stops the bus gets off the bus talks to the cop that's standing guard and he says no you can't come in here you're at the wrong spot and so guess what she makes another 17,000 point turn in this giant charter bus and at this point like we are antsy it's honestly like 10 45 11 and like we're dying we have been on this bus since 6 30 6 30 and i'm just like oh my god i just want to get to edc like i want to be there like i finally i just i have to get off this bus so at this point we all just revolt it's anarchy it's madness we went rogue we got up we all merged to the front of the shuttle bus and we said you are letting us off this bus now rawr you know just pissed off people that haven't had a drink of water in what five hours almost so we get off the bus at the far corner of the speedway and guess what folks it was time to make the pilgrimage so not only were we on a bus from 6 30 to like 11 we had to walk another like 15 minutes into the speedway to the gate so we finally get there and everyone else in the line is like stoked they are stoked to be at edc and we are all just like drained just drained but like trying to be excited because like like the whole plur thing but like still drained <laughs> so i get to the first security checkpoint oh yeah i should mention she didn't drop us up at, at the at the shuttle stop where you don't have to go through security again because remember we already went through security no 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 we had to go through security again mm-hmm yep so I get to the first security checkpoint where they check your IDs. Guess who didn't look old enough? That would be me. She asked me what my birthday and my address was. And I told her. And then I was like, and my zodiac sign is Sagittarius. And she was very skeptical, but she let me through. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I know she's doing her job, but like, oh, oh, mm-mm. So then we get to the point where they, like, body cavity search you, pretty much. 
And it's really funny because, like, if you've ever seen pictures or videos or been to EDC, you know that the girls aren't wearing many, like, much. Like, we don't, it's hot, you're dancing, it's like freedom of expression. Contrary to what some people have told me, it's not about being a whore or a slut, so you can just shut that down. I'm very defensive over that. Because you try dancing for, like, all night, 12 hours in Las Vegas in the middle of June. It's still hot at night. Like, the sun goes down and it's still three-digit temperatures. Anyway, we're standing in line to get, you know, our bags searched and our, and our body cavities searched. So... We're standing there, and all of a sudden, I hear someone say, shut it down. And I go, oh, Jesus, no. Do not, no, 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 no. This is not okay. So apparently, so many people had tried to rush the gate without a wristband that they had to go through each line and check to make sure we had wristbands. And in the middle of this checking of wristband procedure, someone, again, tried to rush the gate. So everyone who thinks it's cool or funny to try and sneak into a festival without a wristband, like, go away. Bye, Felicia. You annoy me. Save your money, work hard, and buy the damn thing like the rest of us. Okay? Thanks. See, I'm getting mad just remembering this, but this is the release of it. Hopefully you are laughing because it's actually very funny now that I'm so far removed from the situation. So I get searched. Whatever. Everything was fine. I mean, obviously, I'm an upstanding citizen. And so we finally get into EDC. Five hours after I got on a shuttle to go to EDC. What a time to be alive. Um, yeah. So that, that, we, we are in EDC. And I had been a little upset when the set times were released because the two DJs that I want, well, I guess three, the three DJs I wanted to see on Friday night were, um, Audion and Blau. They played a set together. And then my, like one of my favorites, like I'm on this guy's train so hard promoting the shit out of him. Like everyone needs to listen to Griffin. Griffin is like my new favorite. I love Griffin. He was just on tour with the Chainsmokers. I love Griffin. Griffin, Griffin, Griffin. Okay, we're good now? Cool. And Audion and Blau were playing at like 3 a.m. And Griffin was playing at like 4 a.m. And originally when those set times came out, I was just like, why? Why do I have to wait all night to see the two, the three DJs that I really, really, really want to see? I was a little annoyed. Guess what? After this whole, it took me five hours to get to the Speedway fiasco, I was thankful. I was very thankful. Loved Blau and Audience set, and then Griffin's set was absolutely fantastic. It blew me away. It was at the stage called Cosmic Meadow, and Cosmic Meadow was really nice because it has, like, grass, and the grass is really, really, really cool, so it, like, you will get cold. If you lay on the grass at Cosmic Meadow in the middle of the night during a set and you're hot, you will freeze. You will get really cold. So that's a pro tip for anyone who wants to go to EDC. Um, and Griffin was amazing. I love, I love his music. And the cool part was that he played keyboard and guitar and like a percussion 
I don't know what they're called. Just, like, the little, like, one drum thing. I don't know. He did, like, he played live music while DJing, so that was really cool. I thought that was amazing. So that was, that, I, so glad that I made it, and I stayed for his whole set, and I saw all of my favorites, and that, that made it all worth it. And I was like, all right. So then me and all the girls, we met up to go home, and I think... We met up at about, like, 5, 5.15 and made our way to the shuttle stop to go back to our hotel. And we're walking to the shuttles, and the sun's coming up, and it's getting hot, and all that jazz. And so we get in line for the shuttle at 6 a.m., back under one of those big tents with a roof but no walls, those little zigzag metal barriers, and we're in this line. And this line is really 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 sporadic it's moving at one point and then we'll be in the same spot for like 20 minutes and then we'll move like consistently for five minutes and then it'll stop for like 30 and so they were better about bringing us water but we like couldn't figure out like no shuttles were coming no buses were coming we couldn't figure out we had no idea when we were going to get out of the speedway and like when the sun comes up in vegas it automatically makes everything so freaking toasty. It was hot. It was so hot. And, like, we were exhausted. Like, when I am around people that have a lot of, like, anger and, like, anxiety, I, like, take that on. Just, like, like that's just how I am. I really, like, feel the emotions of people around me. Um... So that made me super exhausted, and I was tired, and it was like I was trying to sleep, like, standing up, but then we would move, and then I was trying to sleep sitting down, and it just wasn't working, and we just, like, I mean, it was, like, the night, it was, it was Friday night all over again, but it was, like, it was, what, like, six hours later, we were dealing with the same shit, and so we were all, like, tweeting, Insomniac, the, like, the... that owns EDC, we were tweeting Insomniac, we were tweeting the CEO, and we were just like, what is going on? Like, this is stupid, this is annoying, whatever. And so, we're just in line, just trying to get some answers, and finally at 9am, yeah, that's right, three hours later, we finally get on a shuttle to go back to our hotel. And I was exhausted, and at that point, once we got back to our hotel, at that point, I was not going back to EDC. I was not going to deal with that again. It's not what I paid for. It's not what I wanted. I was not going back. And then I told, I told everyone, I was like, I will sleep on it, but at this point, this is my decision. So I slept on it, and I had, like just such bad nightmares. Like, I mean, it was, I slept for, like, three hours, and I had nightmares the entire time. And it's, like, if you know me, like, I have a hard time sleeping in general. So, if I have, like, not calming, peaceful dreams, it's, I, I have not slept. I have not gotten the sleep that I need. So, I had, like, terrible nightmares, and I woke up, and I said, I can't go. That's a sign. I cannot go. And all the girls were really, like, you know, sad, but they understood, so thank you guys. Um, and I just, I knew, I knew that if I had tried to, um, push through day two of EDC, I couldn't have done it. I would have been a 
disaster. I would have been miserable. I It would have made the experience even worse. So I decided to leave the hotel, take my stuff, go home, get some actual sleep, eat some Chick-fil-A, <laughs> and just see how I felt for Sunday. And I was super upset because I really wanted to see... I mean, there was quite a few DJs I wanted to see on Saturday night, night two. Um, I really wanted to see Kygo again. I love Kygo. I really, I was so sad I missed that because that was his first EDC ever as well. And there's just something really cool when you go to uh, a DJ's first EDC performance. Like, I saw the Chainsmokers last year, and that was their first EDC performance. And that was really fun. But... So night two, I didn't go. And then I woke up on Sunday morning, the morning of day three, and I was excited. I wanted to go to EDC. I wanted to be there. I wanted to walk around and see all the art because they do a lot of really cool like art installations and lights and fireworks and fire and like people's costumes and carnival rides and everything. I wanted to be there. I wanted to go. I needed to be there. So I was excited. I, like, ate some breakfast, got some coffee, you know, did some meditation and yoga and really just tried to peacefully conduct myself during the day so I could really set myself up for a good night. And I, you know, I took my time getting ready and doing my makeup and just having fun with it. And by the time I, we went to get on the shuttle, I was so ready to be there. I was so happy. I was so excited. And we get there. Uh, we we went to the shuttle early and got there when it was still light outside, which was really awesome because we walked around and we saw, you know, some of the art. We took pictures. Um, we actually did a carnival ride because EDC, if you don't know, stands for Electric Daisy Carnival. And we went on the bumper cars and we couldn't figure out how to make the bumper cars work. But it was fine because we were on a carnival ride at Electric Daisy Carnival. So, that was really fun, um, and we saw some sets. I saw, I was really, really, really looking forward to seeing, um, a DJ called Sage Armstrong, and he does, like, really, like, funky, deep house stuff, which I, I really like, um, and we got to see him, and that was awesome, and we got to run around, and gosh, I don't even really, I'm trying to think of who all we saw that night. Um, yeah, see, it all, it, it escapes my mind now, but I just know it was so much fun. Um, oh, we saw Axwell and Grosso, and that was probably my favorite set of the weekend besides Griffin. Like, that was so much fun. Oh, I totally forgot. We went by the stage that, uh, Metro Boomin was playing at, and all of a sudden, who should appear but Drake? Yes, Drake came and rapped at EDC, and it was awesome. So that was cool. I saw Drake from afar. Um, so Sunday night was better. And then I left, and I was like, all right, EDC, I am good with you. I've made my peace. I will go back next year. Everything is good. And then I get on my shuttle to go home, and um, my friends are also there. And someone on the bus goes, Oh my god! I can't, I can't even say this, you guys. This is really upsetting to me. I'm on the bus and this, this kid goes, Oh my god! Cascade is playing a surprise set! 
dead, done, pissed. And I quickly contemplated getting off the bus and sprinting, but I didn't. I stayed on the bus, and I, that is the one thing, if I had just stayed for, like, literally ten minutes, I was in the area where he was, too, if I had just stayed ten more minutes, I could have seen Cascade, and I, I, I can't even be mad about that, because he's playing at Life is Beautiful, so, I mean, that's the only thing that I'm like, really, really, so, other than that, <laughs> EDC was chaotic and weird, but at the same time, I'm not mad at it. I'm very glad I went back for day three, and I think that that is a pretty good lesson for us all, that maybe our first impressions aren't always correct. Um, maybe we need to give things another chance. Maybe, maybe people or things or experiences or places or whatever, maybe they just need another look. Maybe they look different in the daylight. Maybe they look different at nighttime. Maybe if you get that person away from all their friends, they aren't such a douchebag. I mean, I've had experiences with second chances in my life, not just with EDC, but with people and other things like, places and whatever, and for the most part, they have turned out to be worthwhile and things that I needed to do. So, second chances can be good, and maybe, maybe we need to, to not be so rigid in our thinking. Obviously, certain opinions and beliefs and ways of life, yeah, you should be rigid on that, but I'm glad I wasn't so rigid on never going back to EDC. I'm glad that I let myself be open to the possibilities of trying again. And it's like that saying, if you, if you get knocked off a horse, you should get back on because then if you don't get right back on, you'll never, you'll never do it again. So, food for thought. Little little life lessons that just manifested as I was speaking. I didn't even plan on talking about that. Funny how that works. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a shit show. It was chaotic, but I'm really excited for next year because I get to take my baby brother. Uh, he will finally be 18. It is his high school graduation, graduation present. And we've been talking about EDC for years. Like, I remember seeing a girl on Facebook that I used to go to high school with, and she went she went to EDC in 2009 in L.A., and ever since then, like, her outfits were sick. Like, I wanted to wear that and do that, and I saw, like, videos from it, and then I saw the first documentary and all that stuff, and I just got obsessed, and it was like, I had to be a part of this, and so... Um, I'm very excited to take my little brother to his first EDC next year, um, and I just, just try new things, make mistakes, get messy, Mrs. Frizzle. <laughs> um, so yeah, and hopefully, this is exciting, I don't know if y'all have heard, but Avicii, uh, I think he said he's putting out new music. 
Is Avicii coming back? Uh, is he going to play EDC next year? I sure as hell hope so, because I never got to see him, and then he, like, decided he was done, but if he's coming back, I fully support him, I am on his train, and I am trying to see Avicii. I will, probably won't go to the ends of the earth, but I live in Vegas, and, like, this is, like, one of the hubs of electronic music. Um, also, who wants to go to Ibiza? Okay, Ibiza. Ibiza. Whatever. Um, and that's all I have. So, I hope you enjoyed the EDC story. Uh, yeah. I really don't have anything else to say, but if you would like, follow the Notorious Neon on Facebook. Uh, subscribe on iTunes to the Notorious Neon podcast. Instagram is the Notorious Neon. And... I will talk to y'all later.